And we are podcasting. (laughs) Oh, we're podcasting. (laughs) Mouth horn for the win. Mouth horn for the win. We got some sweet jams in the background. Welcome to to the show. (laughs) It's the Arena Kings DFS podcast. Joe, what's going on, my friend? Rod, I am am just living life to its fullest, buddy. How in the world are you? Well, I'm living my best life, tequila free and loving the mouth horn and knowing that I scoured the internet for a a trumpet fanfare for our intro. And little did I know I had a trumpeter right in our midst. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's no better horn than this mouth horn. Uh, it's one of the best that you'll find. <laughs> uh, so they say. I've heard in the realms that yours is the best. Yes. You, you know, scour the realm, sir. I dare you. Any, anybody listening, I, I dare you right now. You're not going to come up. Uh, uh, you won't find that. Oh, well, wow. So big day in the uh, big week uh, in daily fantasy football, Rod. Um, it was big, it was big for exciting. one of us, at least. Yeah. I Hey, listen, I had a pretty decent weekend. Uh, not as good as I thought it was going to be. It, here's the thing. With, with daily fantasy football, 10 points are such a dramatic swing (laughs) because I went in well into the second game on Saturday, uh, thinking that I was going to be, uh, taking home somewhere in the neighborhood of 17 to $1,800, uh, in winnings this week with my, with my lineup. But ultimately I only ended up winning about 50 bucks, but I'm still pretty happy with that. And that, that was the difference, 10 points between first place and 18th place in the main tournament, which is where I finished. And I'm kind of patting myself on ba- on the back with that lineup. Well, I'm happy that you got that lineup right, because guess which lineup you didn't get right? <laughs> the only one that really matters, man. And the that was head. our matchup. The head-to-head. <laughs> I, I actually did take you out in the head-to-head uh, where you managed to lose by a solid five points to me. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes, indeed. That that really happened. Um, and I was pretty upset about it. I, I tried to not talk about that one. Instead, I was just screenshotting you all day. <laughs> my main <laughs> tournament winnings. And you're like, yeah, yeah, but I'm beating you. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and that, that was on the strength of, um, your, your K Ings play, which you love that guy so much. Yeah. That, that's what took me down. I put Kings in the, uh, in the captain. And I shouldn't. If I if I had any of my other guys in the captain, I would have ended up winning that that uh, particular matchup. Uh, but uh, yeah, I love me uh, some kings a little bit too much. Perhaps I was getting a little too cute. Let this I be a lesson. You Maybe you should not do your entire draft uh, just based on the pun uh, style nature of the player's name. <laughs> Anybody who wants to win money should take that advice and run. <laughs> Although, uh, yeah, although my educated uh, call last week um, came through in a big time way. He did. Yeah, that, of course, was Fabian Guerrera, uh, who ended up coming uh, up with almost 30 points. Now that, you know, in arena football, that might not sound all that impressive is 27.4 points. Uh, But what did you notice about the games this week, Rod? You know, I was going to say, let's go through them because we got some good ra- uh, recaps going on that we can help our folks out with. And yeah. the, the games this weekend were all entertaining 
and very, very, very close. Like within yeah. a couple of scores, a- a- at least. They were close, but I mean, what's jumping out at you about these scores to me? When I think arena football, I'm thinking 65 to 48. I'm thinking 70 to 52. These are NFL scores that I'm looking at from this weekend. Yeah, yeah, we start with the Soul. Yeah, the Soul <laughs> Soul and Brigade, which was the first game of the week. We got Soul winning uh 36-27 over the Brigade and yeah, that didn't uh that was a defensive battle if ever there was one. Yeah, I mean, defenses are playing. I don't know if it's good defense or if there's some rule changes going on from 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 what, you know, obviously we don't we're not seasoned uh, arena football uh, fans at this stage. I, I mentioned last week that I hadn't really watched an arena football game since the late nineties when I was a, an Anaheim piranhas fan, uh, which was my local arena football team growing up uh, a lot of fun. Uh, but I just remember a lot more scoring than this. And I, I, I don't know if this is kind of the new brand, new brand of arena football, a little bit lower scoring. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just kind of surprised by that. Yeah, well, I mean, I I heard that they said that, uh, you know, some of the announcers were saying that the defenses were playing a little bit uh, stouter, but uh, I, I feel like this is just maybe the first, because they, like like the AAF, because you love the AAF so much that you talked about them last week, that uh, <laughs> that they didn't get, they don't get a lot of... Yeah, I believe I missed. Uh, I believe I called the AFL the AAF several times last week you in did. my solo effort. It's like a like a stinted ex girlfriend where you're like, I called her by the wrong name. Whoops. My bad. Whoops. Yeah, don't break up with me, AFL. So, one for me. so yeah, so they were saying that uh, you know they only get a couple of weeks of, of of even practice time before. So I think a lot of these teams, especially now with two new teams joining the mix. Uh, we're getting a little bit of, uh, um, you know, the first couple games are a get to know you type thing. And, and uh, so season situation. Yeah. So uh-huh. I think once, once these, uh, teams get warmed up, I think you may see a little bit more uncorked, but, uh, yeah, in that soul game, in that brigade game, some of the leaders there, uh, Dan Radabaugh, he actually had a pretty decent game. He had uh, yeah. 19 of 32 for two thirty three and five touchdowns. Now, his week one was not nearly that impressive, if I recall. He only had, uh, uh, I believe, one or two touchdowns in that first week's effort. Yeah, Dan Radabaugh didn't necessarily. Get, he had 21 of 31 for 151 and two touchdowns and then that interception. Mm-hmm. So he definitely improved over his week one uh, week one standing. So pretty yeah. excited about that. So that could have been a crafty call, actually, because as you mentioned, I believe he kind of suffered um, – from Ferns's production, his goal line three touchdown productions, and that's kind of possibly why Radabaugh didn't really have the outing that we would expect from him week one because they just kept handing it uh, off at the one yard line. <laughs> yeah, and when Radabaugh, I mean, when uh, Ferns can get in for you, Radabaugh doesn't got to throw a whole lot, so um, he definitely did that. And and his big recipient actually of the week was uh, Aaron Washa who uh, didn't necessarily come out of nowhere because I know that there's a lot of AAF or AAF. I did it. I did. Yeah, it, you did. And I'm done. <laughs> AFL fans that uh, that know his name. And uh, so he wasn't a huge surprise to a lot of people, but uh, he caught five for 92 with three touchdowns. So he had a pretty good day himself. Huge effort. Huge. I was not on him anywhere. Um, And that was a mistake. Should have been. Yeah, he definitely was a guy that uh, the the folks that had him uh, were already up on a lot of people. I didn't see too many people having him in the captain spot. So, I mean, at least you dodged a bullet there. But, um, you know, with Washa coming out and doing what he did, uh, you definitely were hurting if you didn't have him in the lineup. So 
Uh, I don't think I had any exposure to him whatsoever because I heard, you know, last week I knew he was out. And, uh, and so we're coming in this week. I, he was an unknown factor for me. So I didn't necessarily, I wasn't on him. Mm. Yep. Same with me. <laughs> I never heard of the guy. I know. Be honest. And my research didn't quite take me there over the, over the, the course of the week. You know, it's crazy though for, for a, a 36, 27 game. I mean, Shane Boyd turned in a, a good performance himself. He was 18 to 33, 238, four touchdowns and an interception. So, um, yep. you know, the score didn't dictate how these guys really played. Yeah, they did put up some decent uh, scoring. I guess, you know, it is kind of an NFL style outcome, final outcome, but definitely in that, in that, you know, in that score in an NFL, you're not going to have a, a five touchdown and a four touchdown performance out of your QBs. No, you'll have a couple not. of rushing touchdowns somewhere in there. That's for sure. Yeah. So Milton Williams was uh, was Shane Boyd's big recipient. Then not a lot of people were on him. He was uh, five for 117 with two touchdowns. So, um, you know, th- those were two of uh, Boyd's touchdowns coming by way of Milton Williams. And I don't know too many people that were on him anyways. Yeah, same here. Um, I've got him in a couple lineups this week, though, because um, I'm pulling the old chase in the points uh, strategy. It's a fine strategy, indeed. <laughs> it is. You got to you got to throw out a couple. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you're going to build like a million lineups, yeah, it's it's definitely good to throw a guy that, yeah. you know, had 117 yards last week and in the mix this week. And you know what's cool is you can you literally can throw a million lineups out at these AFF. <laughs> I did it again. These AFL uh, daily fantasy games because they have 10 cent games. Right? Oh, you see those? I Ten did. I, yeah. And I've got a couple in there already. So, yeah, oh, yeah. we're good. I've got like I've got I think I've got about 20, <laughs> you know, cool two bucks. And I'm okay, man. That that to me, like those are the types where you just roll the dice and, and throw out all kinds of different lineups and see what sticks. And I think for for beginning uh, DraftKings folks or for folks that are new to the AFL, they're you know they're just like us, and it's a, we don't really want to throw down a uh, hundred dollars, a thousand dollars on an entry just yet because you know we can see and we've seen in the last two weeks that anything can happen, and we've we've been on guys like Ings or even Epps, and we'll talk about him in a second. But, uh, you know, it, it could change from week to week, and the new favorite target could just go away almost as quick as he came or as he was there before. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, uh, I agree. Should we move on to this? <laughs> <Should> we... <laughs> that's no, some no, hard it's all good. But that's why someone else when, uh, when uh, you know your analysis is so good, I have nothing to add. <laughs> oh, stop! No, you did. Listen, I, we we've gone this far into it, but I want to say how fantastic of a job you did flying solo. Uh, I'm I'm sure that many listeners are sad that I came back this week because you did such an outstanding job that uh, they're like, man, this other guy we can do without him. Give <laughs> that. Come on. <laughs> Stop, uh, stop. <laughs> flattery will get you everywhere. So. I know it will. And yeah, it go also- ahead and hang up the phone. I'll take it from here, bud. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's talk about Jerry's Prince because uh, he he actually did uh, a pretty good job last week as well. Catching passes from Radabaugh. He had nine for 98, almost a, a hundred yard game and two touchdowns. Um, and then rounding that out was Brandon Tompkins from Baltimore. Uh, yeah, he had eight for 84 and a touchdown. So those were some of your fantasy leaders from uh, the soul and brigade game. And, Again, you know, these are guys that uh, you're going to probably load up on again this week. There'll be a lot of uh, Washa out there and um, probably sprinkle in a little Williams because at his price point is a a pretty decent price point. So, um, yeah, definitely know that uh, if you're going to go in some of these bigger tournaments that um, 
the 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 actual ownership of these guys are going to be pretty high. So um, we'll talk about yeah. that when we talk about the recaps or the the previews. The previews for sure. Uh, can I just say one thing real quick about this game? <laughs> it's not so much about the game; it's about the soul. <laughs> Those uniforms, man. Those have got to be the worst uniforms I've ever seen in the in the history of sports. <laughs> but but what I thought the, you said you liked them. The soul? <laughs> no, I know. No. I'm just kidding. You said the helmets oh. were good. But go ahead. Yeah, actually, so that's what I was saying. The, the helmets are super cool with that matte baby blue, that matte powder blue. But then, good God, man, everything from the neck down is a is a freaking travesty. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? You're not going to go. Oh, God. I cannot imagine them actually selling any jerseys. <laughs> They're terrible. But they do. No, because it's one of the most it's one of the legacy teams out there. Like uh, there's a huge fan base for them. Well, I know, but I was looking at the years past jerseys and they, they used to have the light gray combined with the powder blue. Ooh. And that was awesome. Ooh. Like that look was great. And then this year they went all powder blue with those crazy black squiggles. What the? <laughs> crazy black squiggles i'm so offended like literally i'm like my eyeballs are just upset that i'm looking at that but they don't have away jerseys do they are they i don't actually i think they do yeah i think every team has three. Oh, okay uh, okay they have it's worth pulling up actually uh i think every team actually has a home and away and an alternate so we'll see. I just, yeah. Oof. Well, I've soul. heard that the valor, it's either the valor or the soul that have the alternate with the military appreciation. So. Ooh, yeah, that I would be into. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking about this earlier and I just wish that one team somewhere at some point would just commit to going full on like tactical style uniform. Ooh. you know like like full-on your color is od green and desert tan you know <laughs> i mean it's what i wear almost every day but sure i I'd know. like that too you you dropping your picks wearing the 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 multi-cam yeah but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if if one team and i was kind of hoping this for the fleet back in the day um you know way back when when that was a thing <laughs> i <laughs> concepting uniforms like trying to figure out ways to incorporate some camo and then they, you know, no, just gray, gray jersey, yellow sleeves, and and that's all we ever got down the side. <laughs> I, I was a little harsh on our uniforms from time to time. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of uniforms, I do like. We go to Atlantic City for our next game: the Blackjacks and the Destroyers, two new teams battling yeah. it out for the first time ever. Uh, well, two new, one new team, one returning team, but, uh, the blackjacks picked up their first win, which I didn't get a chance to announce this last week because obviously I wasn't on, but I have adopted the Atlantic city blackjacks as my AFL team. So, so there you uh, have it. Nice. See, I have not, I haven't picked my team yet. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, if it was, if the soul, if the soul kept their old uniforms with the gray jerseys and the powder blue helmets, I'd be all over that soul. But the oh god, I've just never seen a, a uniform regress that hard in all of my life. <laughs> it's <laughs> terrible. So souls out. But if we're talking uh, based on unis, uh, I'm kind of leaning towards Valor right now. I really oh, yeah. dig in the Valor uniforms. Yeah, that'll work. 
But uh, yeah, so let's talk about the Destroyers Blackjack. Sorry to, to sidetrack. I like to talk about uniforms. It's okay. Look, time. man. Let's recap this Destroyers Blackjack. You have a great graphic eye, so that that's that's <laughs> all right. I, I'll go there. But uh, yeah, Blackjack's Destroyers, 42-35. Uh, Again, the Blackjacks pick up their first win on the strength of uh, Randy Hipbeard, which, by the way, you found out something great about Randy Hipbeard, didn't you? Oh, man. He's got himself one hip beard. He absolutely does. I mean, granted, he didn't have like a gigantically huge game. Uh, he he had 17 to 22 for 143, two touchdowns, but he did run one in. Uh, uh-huh. But he just seemed to be able to uh, get the team down the field and do what they needed to do. Yeah, he got it done. Um, and, uh, you know, so the other thing about that game that I was kind of impressive to me was the crowd that uh, uh, that Atlantic City pulled in. Yeah, brand new. Um, brand new first home game. Uh, you know, I was just pretty impressed with the turnout there, especially compared to the other game that I had watched earlier. Uh, I think it was the Valor game on Friday. I caught a little bit of that and there was just nobody there. <laughs> was that or it was one of the other ones, but there was a, just a very, very small crowd. I feel like camera angles are everything and that that's where they're not. I don't feel like they're showing the full because I know that it, in my hometown um, we had minor league things. And if you were to look out across the crowd, you wouldn't think there was anybody there, but it actually had, you know, five, six, seven, eight thousand people there. But it just didn't feel like it because, you know, camera yeah. angles aren't necessarily the best when they're showing crowds. And sure. so I don't know. And some of these arenas hold quite a few people, but the, the Atlanta city one definitely looked like it had a pretty good crowd. And I was pretty impressed with that. Yep. And they enjoyed a great game. I mean, obviously this was one of those where uh, it could have gone either way. And, and a couple of uh, um, late game drives actually decided this. And uh, somebody who you were high on, I was high on. And we finally, you know, we were able to get him in our lineups and that was Grant Russell. He actually had a really good yeah. day. 21, 36, yeah, 211, five touchdowns and an interception. So you loved him. Uh, huge on Grant Russell. I was, I, I really liked what I saw when he came in against Albany, uh, last week and he is easily, uh, probably up there as my favorite quarterback right now. I just really like watching him. He was a lot of fun to watch on, uh, on, on Saturday and he came in and did against Albany last week. Uh, what the, the guy who got benched, I mean, he had nothing. And in like a quarter's time, he went in and really played well. So I think, uh, Grant Russell, and he's super cheap this week, by the way, only 7,000. Uh, so I have him all over my captain's spots uh, this week. Yeah, he's definitely somebody that you are are going to want to uh, once again roster because he looked like he had it all together. And of course, it didn't hurt that he had Fabian Guerrera, who, as we talked mm-hmm. about earlier, uh, was the recipient of a better part of, uh, of uh, at least Grant's most successful passes he had five for 44 with three touchdowns and uh fabian guerrero was taking zero prisoners last week fabby g the fabulous <laughs> fabby g yeah you could probably buy him a steak dinner for uh at least what he made you uh last week yeah he came through in the clutch for sure he was definitely i mean he was not he cost nothing he was the cheapest guy on the roster on the board was he 2, about 2400 yeah. right yeah 2400 and um yeah i mean i had him in a whole lot of places and and he definitely uh was what the key factor in me uh cashing last week for sure especially in the captain spot he was yeah for sure he was uh i believe less than three percent owned oh for sure that's the key yeah absolutely you gotta find find that gold in there 
And so also another guy that stood out for uh, Columbus was uh, Jensen Stoshak. He uh, he had himself a pretty decent day receiving eight for 76 with one touchdown. So when Guerrero wasn't catching touchdowns, Stoshak was. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's pretty consistent. So um, he had a good week one as well. For some reason or another, I just wasn't really on him. And uh, might be changing that up this week. Well, it's hard. It's hard in week one to know again. And we saw it with with Ings, which is not even on my list of of anybody to talk about this week because he literally came up nowhere uh, and and didn't really pull any of the the success that he had in week one into week two. Absolutely. So sorry about that, man. Hey, you know it is what it is. <laughs> Uh, Paul, Revis. Right, who else Paul Revis, Paul my Revis, my friend, Paul Revis of Columbus. Mr. Revis. Yep. Five for 75 with another touchdown. He rounded out the, uh, the five touchdowns that Grant Russell threw. Uh, and he was sort of a guy that came out of nowhere, uh, and, and was definitely low owned. So if you had Revis, if you found a way to get Revis in your lineup, you were pretty happy as well. Absolutely. Um, I definitely did not have him going anywhere last week. <laughs> he was totally <laughs> off my radar, but, uh, you know, that's how it's going to be for these first couple of weeks. And then you're going to have to to figure out who's going to be the most consistent. One thing I wish I could really see, and I've been scouring the internet for these stats, um, and I just haven't been able to find it yet, is uh, targets. You see receptions. I was you thinking see yards, the same thing. But where the heck are the target stats? Like, that's how I can, that's, that's really a key stat as far as predicting who could, is on an upward trend and who could potentially be that next shadow in the rough. Uh, but if you don't have those target stats, so listener, Hey buddy, if you're out there and you know where you, I can find those target stats, let, please let us know, share the, share the info and we will relay it on. You know what I've been doing though, is that I've been going through the game recaps um, and, um, and actually from the website going through the game recaps and then they have an actual play by play summary. So I just pull up my little find in page and search for the name and, uh, and, and count all the times that the, you know, quarterback targeted, whether it was completed or incomplete. So, um, I've been doing so, that, but that takes a lot of time that I don't have. It does. But what you're saying is you're better than everybody. <laughs> I am saying nothing of the sort. Actually, no, you are. Because if you're going to take the time to do that, I guarantee you that's going to pay off in the long run. Because I'm, I'm working it, man. Many other people who are, I mean, other than people who this is their full time job, I think would go to those extents. And, 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 but man, someone, there's got to be a, a there's got to be a feed of these stats going somewhere. Where's our no extra points guy? Yeah. Let's call, let's call up the no extra points guy and say, hey, buddy, <laughs> can we just uh, get this in there? Yeah, so you should do it. Uh, a lot of the reason why the Blackjacks he, he, ended up winning. Rename, oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was going to say he could rename the uh, the website uh, Tiny Extra Points because Ooh. the field goal posts are tiny. Barball or super tall, tall and skinny extra points. Tall and skinny extra points. <laughs> <laughs> I like barball better. <laughs> barball, yeah, okay, I like that too. Uh, okay, sorry, sorry. No, no, Not you're good. This uh, this last week's recap is is taking a long time, mainly uh, because I like to go on tangents. But that's that's so, that's what they're here for. They're here for the nonsense. They're not here for the stats. That's true. That's true. They could find the stats on their own. This is true. This is true. Uh, but we do like to give it to them. So let's give it to them. Yeah. All right. And and a, and a main reason why the Blackjacks ended up winning uh, was again, like I said, Hibbert's uh, 
TD total in the in the passing department was not as big because all his receivers decided they wanted to get rushing touchdowns this week for some reason. And Antoine Grant wow. was one of those guys. He had six catches for 41 yards, but he had a rushing TD. So um, that was good for him. And then Lamarck Brown uh, had five catches for 38 yards, but he had uh, two TDs in the air and one on the ground. So good for Lamarck Brown. Beautiful effort, Lamarck Brown. Yeah, he was in my um, my best lineup with 178.69. That's the one that got me 18th overall there. Yeah, not a bad day oh, for th- Lamarck. You know, you know what another brag point is? I, that same lineup actually won me the free roll. I, I, I came in number one on the oh, free roll. Look at you. Week. Good job. Yeah, I won. I, I beat everyone and I won absolutely nothing for it. <laughs> You know, you want bragging rights. And that logo, that that Arena Kings logo shining brightly by your name. That's all the marketing we need. <laughs> yeah, we might get one more listener that way. I'm okay with and that. I'm looking forward to it. I'm okay with that. What's up, buddy? I want to say hi to him or her. <laughs> hi to the new one. Uh, oh, and by the way, so listen, our feed has been uh, in review for iTunes for the last couple of days. So I don't know who wow, in so Apple needs to get punched, but they need to hurry up and, and review our podcast already. So it's being held up. Are we are maybe we're maybe we are hosting objectionable content. I mean, <laughs> listen, they should have known by yeah. by the fact that I submitted that they were like, yep, this guy shady. <laughs> You've been blackballed. Over there on iTunes. The guy's like, man, questionable content. How many, how, no, no, really what it is is how many podcasts does this guy really have? Like this guy really can't yeah. have this many podcasts. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should just take a little look in the mirror on that one. <laughs> I mean, they're like, did this guy work at all? I mean, come on, dude. Get away from the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Take a, take a mic break, fella. <laughs> I did last week. <laughs> Nice. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Uh, All right, man. We had one other game. We did. We did. It was the Valor and the Empire. And the Empire actually uh, came away victorious 36-27 over Washington. My two favorite uniforms. Two favorite uniforms. And listen, if I didn't like the Blackjacks, I'd probably like the Empire. You know, I'm not not a big fan. I mean, the Blackjacks are okay, but did you see those names? (laughs) The nameplates on their jerseys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they look like I don't know, like gambling type ones. Like, yeah, yeah I don't know. I like they're it. Ridiculous. And they're all like stretched out, like horizontally. <laughs> it was like, I don't know. It's like my first Photoshop project. Uh, <laughs> whoever designed those nameplates is pretty bad. <laughs> uh, maybe I did I'm it. Not a fan maybe I'm offended because I, I did it. <laughs> well, then you should be shamed publicly. Yeah. But uh, no, I actually heard that they might be uh, changing those nameplates to a different font because there was quite a uh, quite a bit of uh, you know backlash over people not liking them. Oh, it's probably hard uh, to read correct, too. Which is, yeah, yeah, it, they looked very not good <laughs> at all. The rest of the uniforms and the color scheme, I, I like. Uh, it's very kind of San Diego State. Oh yeah, and red. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. So, but uh, and then I heard the uniforms or the helmets are going to get a stripe on them, so they're going to up. They're oh, good, not solid black. Like, yeah, they're going to get a stripe that's going to incorporate all four of the suits in the uh, deck of cards. Oh, clever! Yeah, that could be pretty interesting. We'll see what that looks like. Well, we won't see it uh, on Tommy Grady, who actually was the Albany's leading passer, obviously. <laughs> Uh, 19, That's true, yeah. 19 at 31, yeah. 246, five touchdowns and an interception. So uh, Tommy Grady did a, a fabulous job for the Empire and for your fantasy teams. If you were one of the people that did like three or four quarterbacks last weekend. Yeah, 
Tommy G putting it up the numbers for sure. Five five TDs, uh, no complaints on that. Only one interception too. That, that's pretty dang good. Albany to me, I think, is looking like the best team in the league right now. Yeah, I I can't argue with that right now. They they do look good. And Tommy Grady again, both weeks has has looked really. Uh, you know, he had what was it, twenty five of thirty four for two thirty four four touchdowns last week. So he's uh, already got nine touchdowns in this early season, and he actually outdueled Arvell Nelson, who was the guy who had eight TDs last or two weeks ago uh and our came in 20 of 40 for 250 and only one touchdown but the dude runs three touchdowns in on his legs so uh that yep. man is a monster and anywhere near the two yard line you just know that nelson's gonna sneak it for sure and and those three rushing touchdowns are worth more than four passing touchdowns they certainly so, are yeah so um well done arvell nelson just keep playing that guy. I, that's my best advice here. You really, if yeah. you look at like the top 10 lineups in the, in the, who won the, um, you know, overall in the tournament, pretty much everybody had Arvell Nelson in the cap somewhere, spot. somewhere in there. And not even in the captain, because, uh, you, you were able to sneak like a Malachi Jones in there too. And, and, and get, uh, uh some yeah. production in the, from the captain spot For there. Sure. So yeah, I mean, even still Arvell Nelson, man. Yeah, he definitely is is one of those guys. I mean, he had 47 uh, uh 47 and a half points out of the captain spot. Um so I mean, you know, at a salary of 15.3 uh it, it, with him being in the captain spot, that's still really really good production. 100% agree on that. Malachi Jones uh by the way, who's our next guy on the list, continues to uh produce Six for 119, two touchdowns. It was beautiful. 26.4 points. It was beautiful. Yeah. And I think it goes back to him being in, you know, being one of the few guys in midseason form right now. Um, I wonder, I, I found myself wondering on this is he's, you know, obviously ahead of the game right now. This is a 13 week season. He was eight weeks into the AAF season. He might be getting a little on, uh, you know, in the next couple of weeks, he might start to wear down get a little tired out here he may but here's the thing about it as well is that he's coming off of a, a stellar first season in the afl so mm. i mean maybe the conditioning i don't know he may break down but the guy you know you give him eight more weeks of football um he's probably in his wheelhouse right now and just having a great time so i don't know maybe the adrenaline oh. from from being in the af for the last eight weeks is going to keep continuing, but I don't know. I don't see him slowing down uh, at all anytime soon. We shall see. But yeah, as of right now, uh, he's definitely a, probably one of the safest, safest plays. I would think so, <laughs> especially target wise too. Yeah. He's, he's got a ton of targets. Quality targets for sure. So uh, a guy you were too early on just a week too early, Jared Dangerfield. Uh, contributed <laughs> with nine catches for 94 yards and two touchdowns. Yep. Dangerfield, another uh, play that uh, you like to play just because he's got a funny name. And um, yeah, I jumped the gun on that one. That's all right. It's better <laughs> to be too early than too late because everybody that's too late is chasing points as per our next guy, ah, Desmond yep. Epps. Desmond Epps. He only, sure. he only had only, I say Joe five for 91 with a touchdown on the day. That was his, that was his stat line. What a terrible outing. God, man. Almost a hundred yard. Shun. game. <laughs> you suck Epps. 
You know, and it's funny because I, I did I did yeah. warn you. I said, you know, and, and I said it yeah. in our video uh, that I went live with. I said, you might want to pull back on your eps because, you know, these guys, they didn't see him up until last week. He uncorked himself, uh, but they found a way to put the cork back on and uh, keep him from blowing up completely and having himself another monster game. Yeah, he did still outperform, um, I believe, Reese, though, uh, last week. <laughs> yes, uh, he did. Double checking. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> Double did. checking on that, right? Yeah, <laughs> Reese only got 9.6 points. So he still was. I think it's arguable now that he is uh, officially the number one on the Valor. Um, number one uh, wide receiver there, whereas Reese uh, previously was. Um, but yeah, that's two games in a row where definitely Reese took the back seat to uh old uh desmond Epps. yeah i rode the reese train all the way and in fact reese is not even going to be on the slate uh because he is actually out of commission uh oh yeah really? yeah did he get hurt in the game huh did he get hurt in no the game? he did not get hurt in the game but uh he did end up getting put on uh and i'm looking at it and maybe it was an earlier update from uh, John Stark, big shout out to John Stark. And, and look, I'm going to continue to shout out these, uh, arena fan guys, because, um, if it were not for oh. them, I honestly don't know if I'd know anything about the arena football league. So for sure that they are easily the best resource for arena football news. They're all guys who work or are involved in some capacity with the arena football league. Um, I mean, they actually went up to, to Albany this week and interviewed, uh, Malachi Jones. I'm no, I'm just, uh, and then they had, yeah. On the, so their podcast was great this week. It's full two hours, but I uh, absorbed all two hours of it because I've just, I need everything that I can arena football and, uh, easily that's the best resource right now. So highly recommend those guys, uh, and a big shout out. They're also just super nice dudes. They are, they are very much so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, I saw, I saw someone when they're not killing gooses. <laughs> oh, I'll know Teaser. that when I listen. Teaser. Yeah. <laughs> teaser there's a there's a goose murdering story in the latest uh episode oh, of i'll have to check Green that out tonight. well i do have to check that i'm gonna many check it out tomorrow die. but yeah yeah so yeah many a goose go down this um week. all right <laughs> so anyways well yeah josh reese definitely off my radar and and i rode him two weeks in a row almost to the ground this mm -hmm. week so um so now's the week to play him oh no no he's not gonna be in. no sorry no. i was gonna say <laughs> as soon as rod stops playing him you jump you, in and play you just him. put him right in there uh, of note, uh, players of note from week two, uh, Demetrius Stevens from Albany. He, uh, he chipped in with four, uh, catches for 50 yards and a touchdown, not a huge day, but definitely not something that you can sleep on for, for his ownership and his price. Yeah. Nothing to sneeze at, no. but one here's, here's one that everybody was on and we don't know. I don't think anybody knows what happens. Oh, yeah. Joe Hills from Baltimore. What happened, Joe? Uh, well, uh, so apparently he caught his one touchdown, extending his streak uh, to what? Ninety six straight games with the so touchdown. So many games. And then he suffered some sort of lower body. Injury. Saw that. Uh, and I don't know that. He, I think he, maybe he was in a little bit, but I, I believe he was out the rest of the game. So he just didn't. Uh, yeah, that was it. That was pretty much it. But he continued his streak. And now he is questionable for this mm -hmm, week. Mm -hmm. so, so buyer so beware. I don't know if he's going to make it. Yeah, buyer beware there. Uh, but, uh, you know, he is also uh, the highest priced, I believe, out of any receiver still. He's the second highest uh, priced player on the slate, on the entire slate. Yeah. 
So I don't know. Maybe if he does play, they're they're thinking of. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely no value there with going Joe. Not Hill. yet. Not yet. He had one catch for t- seven yards, and it was a touchdown. And then he was like Joe said, yeah. gone. So, but he's questionable. He's gone. He's the highest price, second highest price out of everybody. Uh, which could be that he would make for a very low ownership uh, situation there. And as I've seen over the weeks, it's actually pretty freaking hard to spend all of your money in these lineups. And uh, so I wouldn't, um, you know, I'll definitely throw a couple of Joe Hill lineups together in those 10 cent contests. That's, that's the thing. And, and before we, well, we already talked about Ings, Ings four for 44, just kind of diminished. And, and I don't know that he'll see an increased role, but um, that's the thing about these, these, uh, these lineups right now. And, and, you know, you, you tinker with so many different things and you're right. When you're playing NFL or MLB or NHL or any of the other other games that DraftKings has, you get scared when you're leaving $1,000 or $1,500 on the table. But if you look at some of the lineups that, you know, you put together with even with Fabian Guerrero at 2400, you were still probably leaving yourself about $1,500 on the table because you could put every high price player in there and still have... I don't know, six, $7,000 to work with. So it gets scary. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, I've got some crazy lineups that I want to talk about uh, this week um, based on that principle. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I've got some fun ones that are are sure to shock and amaze. Yeah. We'll see how mine, (laughs) I I don't know. I don't want to shock and amaze yet. Like I know what I want to do, but like, I feel like Mm -hmm. shock and amaze. Maybe I'll do that you know, tonight when I put together my 10 cent lineups, shock and awe. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely got, I've got some of these now. I actually, okay. You want to just jump into to, to our, our head to head? Sure. Lineups? Why not? That's a good time to do it. All right. I need to actually find that real All quick right. so that I can do that first one, but it's not my shock and amaze. I'm going with a fairly safe lineup in our, in our context. <clears throat> mine, mine is pretty stout. You want me to jump in mine while you get in yours or we'll go one yeah. for one. Yeah. Start off All right. One. We'll go for one for one. So my first, my captain, my captain, my captain is uh, Antoine Grant. Got him in there at $7,800 in the captain spot. And we talked about what Antoine did last week with his rushing touchdown, six for 41. It's not a giant monstrous stat line, but I will say that I was impressed. He had nine targets on the night and it seemed to me that they were looking for Antoine even and, and more in the red zone than, than anything. Um, and it just seemed like either he, he oh, couldn't get connected with and Hippert couldn't find him or, you know, he just barely missed it. So I, I'm all over Antoine Grant, especially in the captain spot for 7,800 bucks this week against you. See, now that's where your, uh, game script study is coming into play because you actually had a target and a red zone target count. And I'm jealous <laughs> now. I didn't, uh, I did not go through that process, but I am going in with, with my captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Grant Russell, uh, because this week, listen, is going to be his best week for sure. Maybe of the entire season, he's going to absolutely blow it out. He's playing Baltimore, who is the absolute worst defense in the league. Uh, the dude just straight balls out and he's fast. I think he's got some legs under him. I would put him down. Uh, he got a couple two point or at least one two point conversion last week on his legs. Um, I think he can also add a few rushing touchdowns to the mix this week. Uh, he's in my captain spot. He's going to go off. 
wait just mark my i like your i like your style i like your style well look for my first flex position (laughs) and listen i don't i don't dislike him either because you know spoiler alert he's in my lineup down there too so uh but next in my flex spot is arvel nelson because i feel like every lineup has to have arvel nelson in it going forward until he stops producing yeah no arguing there yeah Absolutely no argument for me on that one. <laughs> and and look at so his price actually is is a little bit uh down this week too. He's down a, a couple hundred bucks. He was uh at 10 10,200 last week. Now he's just 10,000 flat. So I figure for, you know, a couple hundred dollars less, I will scoop him up if uh, people were turned off by his week 2 performance. <sighs> no arguments there. Shall I move on to my first uh uh Absolutely. Flex? All right. I am throwing, I'm going, I'm starting it off here with a bit of a value play. And that's because I, I wanted to sneak in, uh, you know, a bunch of high price guys and I'm going with the guy that I slept on week one and, uh, or that I was on week one and, 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 and got rid of week two. And that's, uh, Dangerfield. Johnny Dangerfield, of course, his first name is not Johnny, but that's what I would like to call him right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he's just putting up some decent numbers. Uh, he's heavily involved, and he's only $5,000 still on DraftKings. So uh, I'm getting him in there and making some room for some uh, high-dollar plays coming down the line. Very good call. Very good call. Well, my next one is the the second of, listen, not just one, not two, not even three, but four quarterbacks in my lineup. The next <laughs> Tommy Grady. You're going quad quarterback. I'm going quad quarterbacks, kid. I'm taking no prisoners this week. Tommy Grady. Tommy Grady is going to be my uh, next flex spot because, well, we talked about Tommy Grady. We talked about how amazing Tommy Grady was with five touchdown passes last week and, uh, you know, four the day before the week before. And Tommy's going against Philadelphia, who uh, apparently Joe doesn't like the uniform. So that means that Tommy Grady is going to throw for a lot of touchdowns against the bad uniform soul. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've got uh, so next up for me, I while we're on the topic, I'm also playing Tommy Grady uh, in my next spot. One of only two quarterbacks that I'm playing in this week's lineup, rookie, <laughs> which is unusual for me. But uh, yeah, you said it all, though. Tommy Grady's going to ball out. Uh, he's been playing really good. Uh, he's playing against Philadelphia in Philadelphia. Um but uh, yeah, I think he's going to have himself a decent game. So I agree. in he goes. I agree, which is why he's in my lineup too. Uh, next, <laughs> this one I, I am not going to miss because uh, Fabian Guerrera, just just a beast. And I, I can't leave him out. Grant Russell found himself a, a new favorite receiver. And it's it just is Fabian Guerrera. And if, if Grant Russell's going to ball out, then so is Fabian Guerrera. And uh, I'll be a happy man. Well, me too, because he's also in my lineup. <laughs> Great minds thinking alike. So I got Grant Russell in the in the captain spot. He will be thrown to his favorite target, Fabian Guerrero, who just looked lightning quick uh, all game last week. And I just don't see that changing. I think he's going to be uh, Russell's favorite target all season, uh, bearing any uh, more subs- <laughs> you know suspensions. Uh, hopefully. Uh, that's not the case, but uh, I, I, yeah, it looks like he found himself uh, quite the chemistry with uh, Fabian. Uh, what would I call him? Fabulous Fabi. Fabulous Fabi G. But I'll tell you what, though, his price jumped uh, at least like huge, almost, oh. almost a full six thousand. Yeah, almost a full six thousand dollars. Yeah. 
So yeah, he's not, he's no slouch anymore. He's, he's 8,200, uh, this week. So, uh, definitely not the highest priced, uh, receiver out there, but he's up there now. Well, I, again, am going to introduce yet another quarterback and that is Dan Radabaugh. Uh, because he is not a sexy pick. And I, I feel like Dan is actually, uh, due for a pretty good game. I know, like I said, we, we kind of said that, uh, you know, last week he had the five touchdowns, which is great. Uh, I feel like he's woke up from, mm-hmm. from his week one debacle. And I feel as if he is going to do a pretty good job. I know he's go, going up against the empire, which is the top defense and, and a very stout defense. And we saw what they did to Washington last week, but you know, this is Dan Radabaugh. Damn it. He's, he's got a good helmet and bad uniform, and he's going to play. Uh, they call him the Red Rocket. So, I mean, that, that's got to go for something, right? I suppose so. But, yeah, I stayed away from him uh, in, in a lot of my lineups because he is going against Albany, who's definitely proving to be a very good defense here in the Arena Football League. Uh, and my next uh, flex play here is someone you already talked about earlier, uh, Arvell Nelson. I uh, got him in there because, hey, you just you got to play him. If you don't play Arvell Nelson, uh, you're kind of just silly. Especially if he goes <laughs> off. He is safe points. Yeah, if he goes off. But even if he has a somewhat modest game, he's got those wheels on him. He's got a high probability of rushing touchdowns in, uh, which are uh, super valuable um, as they're worth, you know, two points more than your passing touchdowns. And, uh, you know, he's playing Atlanta City, um, Atlantic City uh who i think um you know we're gonna have a high scoring game on our hands finally uh scoring has been super down um as we mentioned earlier but i think this one's gonna be a very high scoring uh matchup out in washington so looking forward to that hope so i hope so so speaking of that uh let's let's hit up our week three previews shall we oh yeah yeah. oh you do oh because i no i I said grant russell was my last guy Oh, your last guy. Okay. Yeah. Malachi oh, okay. Jones. We all know about him. Yeah. Malachi Jones, is my last guy in there. So I'm going my, I got four, uh, Oh, three QBs and, and three. I'm going three and three. Ooh, that's right. Triple, the old stack. triple stack. Yeah. With the Wendy's triple stack. Wendy's, if you're listening, uh, sponsorship moment, uh, this lineup is the old Wendy's triple stack. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I got Russell to Guerrera. I got Nelson to Dangerfield. And I got Grady to Jones. And so it shall the be triple stack. the triple stack. <laughs> now, the triple stack uh, is one of my philosophies going in to this week uh, because it's just very possible to do with the pricing this week. You can match up three QBs with their uh, receivers and you really kind of only got to go value on one of those uh, stacks. That's what dictated my danger field play at 5,000. Uh, but I am mixing and matching the triple stacks all over the place with every single combination that I can this week, uh, because I'm determined, uh, to take down one of those, uh, tourneys this week. And I think the triple stacks, I have a very good feeling and I loved it too. Cause I kind of did that with you as well. Um, so we can make it our thing. The, uh, the arena Kings triple stacks, <laughs> the arena Kings, Wendy's Ooh. triple stack. Ooh. Of the week. Ooh. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> Wendy's. If you're listening, shoot us an email. I love your triple stacks. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, I would I would take payment in the form of actual yes, triple please. stacks all day long. They're delicious all day long. <laughs> Look, free food equals money I can spend somewhere else, right? Like I'm good. More money Absolutely. I can put in my DK Absolutely. account. <laughs> so, 
100%. All right, week three, we're gonna we're gonna look at what uh, is coming ahead here in week three with the destroyers and the brigade taking each other on. Uh, in this game, we've got uh, the the quarterback showdown of Shane Boyd versus our, our favorite Grant Russell. Uh, Boyd comes in at seven point six thousand. Um, and if you put him in the captain slot, he's 11.4 Russell at 7,000. So again, you got two cheap quarterbacks here to really, uh, look at if you're building a lineup. And of course for Russell, it's 10.5 like you, if you put him in the captain slot. Yep. Which you should do. Yeah. That's probably not a half bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) Do that. I think that's, I mean, or not, but. That's how you're going to make some money. He's definitely a lock, I think, for the best value uh, uh, captain this week at QB position. Oh, absolutely. Anyway. I mean, because, again, if you're looking, and we'll get to, to Arvell later, but, yeah, if you're looking at the higher-priced quarterbacks, um, you know, it's almost double. Eh, not quite double, but pretty much up there. Yeah. You got a question. The, I'm, 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 I'm honestly kind of perplexed by the pricing. Like, who's doing the oh, pricing really? over at yeah. case? Russell's been playing balls out and or lights out <laughs> uh, but and he's also got the best matchup of the entire week he's playing the the worst passing defense in the entire afl and uh he's priced basically at the bottom of all six quarterbacks right now i'd uh, scratch my head i don't know i don't do the algorithms man i yeah. just play the games what can you do no what can you, you do? do oh i'll tell you what russell could do <laughs> he could throw to fabian guerrera that's what he can do Oh yeah, you absolutely. We that. talked about him. Eight point two k. If you put him in the captain slot, he's twelve point three. So uh, not a not twenty four hundred dollar bargain basement price, but uh, still pretty good for a receiver that can uh, put up touchdowns from wherever he's at on the field. Yeah, he just looks super impressive, and is he's just after he can catch it too. He's so shifty that he's he's really got a, a strong yards after catch capability. Uh, so get all over that stack. Yes. For sure. Yes. One stack you can also get in on pretty cheap is this uh, Shane Boyd to Brandon Tompkins uh, stack. Tompkins actually came in and did pretty good. He's one of the few receivers that Boyd has. And, and so Tompkins this week, 7.2,000 and then 10.8 if you put him in the captain slot. But, uh, you know, again, for, for Shane Boyd, if you're going to do the triple stack thing uh, and find him a stack, Brandon Tompkins is probably the most, uh, the I guess, the, the the play that makes sense for that. Yeah, no arguments there. I'm not, uh, for some reason or another, I'm not quite as impressed with Boyd. Um, I just, I'm kind of off Boyd this week. Uh, our price pretty low. And I know he did put up a decent game this week, but last week he just didn't look all that impressive to me compared to uh, a lot of the other options out there. It was, <laughs> so I put together a number of lineups literally with five quarterbacks and I was alternating sitting uh, uh, Radabaugh and Boyd. And I've been pretty much playing all the other quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> you can do you can do five quarterback lineups this week with the, with the way that oh, pricing is insane. Are. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. And actually, your captain. So it, the way you do it is you put uh, a receiver in the captain slot, and there's a couple options that really aren't that terrible. Uh, one of which the absolute uh, value uh, receiver right now for me is Antoine Grant. Um, coming in at only 5,200, uh, if you slug him into your captain's, uh, slot, uh, you can go with a five QB stack. And I, I highly recommend that for cash games because that's just going to be a guaranteed, uh, you know, good enough score 
to get you uh to win your 50 50 yeah because you're not going to get like a a nine point game or eight point game out of a quarterback even it's worst you're going to get at least a 20 point game or you know something in that vicinity yep so absolutely and um so you know antoine grant he didn't put up a touchdown last week but he still got 17 points he did run one in um and he's definitely getting a a decent amount of work in the passing game six receptions last week four receptions the week before not a whole lot of yards uh but he's getting into the end zone uh and he's also getting some rushing attempts so uh yeah he's only 3000 he's he's 5200 in the captain slot he's only 3000 in uh regular and so he's he's my value uh q uh he is one of my value plays this week that i highly recommend agreed so uh another another receiver you should be looking out for again aaron washa we said that before um 7800 so you can do a you know only what six six hundred dollars more than tompkins so if you needed to get washa in there you probably could uh milton williams also in that baltimore if you want to go even cheaper on the um on the old stackaroo, uh, Milton Williams is coming at 6.4 K 9.6. If you put him in the captain slot and then rounding out our, uh, fantasy plays is Jensen Stoshak, of course of Columbus, uh, 6.2 K 9.3. If you are putting him in the captain slot. So those are some of the guys to look out for. Uh, I've got a, a new thing I want to introduce called ah. buyer beware though, too, Joe. Buyer beware, because we want we want you to be aware of the following folks, and at least just one guy for now, and that's uh, Joe Hills. Yep. Uh, again, we talked about him earlier. He's coming in at nine point four k, and if you put him in the captain slot, he's four fourteen point one. But he's the second highest price player on the slate, and I can't, I just can't trust him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, he's questionable tag. There's a lot of other plays out there at a lot of lower prices. Um, you know, if you want to be totally contrarian, hit up that hit up that 10 cent contest and, and put some Joe Hill contest together. But uh, you cannot rely on Joe Hills this week, especially at no, you cannot. Point. But somebody you can maybe slug in there is uh, Paul Revis. Uh, again, the guy that came out of nowhere last week for yeah. Columbus. Uh, he's only four point eight K. And if you put him in the captain slot, he's 7.2. So one of those guys that if he does produce again this week and you have him in the captain slot, then uh, you're you're laughing all the way to the bank because you can put the other five quarterbacks all up in there. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 if I can jump in here at a at a at a buyer beware, but also a potential extreme value play, uh, I'm looking at a guy. Uh, by the name of uh, Morgan, and <laughs> I'm trying to pull up his first name here, uh, D. Morgan on uh, on uh, Columbus. Sorry, uh, losing my stuff here. <laughs> so Morgan on Columbus. He is only two thousand. Uh, his his salary is only two thousand or three thousand in the captain's position this week. But he's actually number one on the depth chart, uh, and but he has not played yet this season. Now he's he's been practicing in a limited capacity this week, and he might make his debut, uh, which and he's actually still number one on Columbus's uh, depth chart. Now, so if you want to be sneaky, if we're looking at a sneaky sneaky play, uh, you might want to take a look at some Donovan Morgan uh, uh, lineups, but keep an eye on it and make sure that he's going to play, and, and then make sure you have a plan to get out of there in, in case he does. Oh, what's the matter? You didn't want to put your echoing sneaky sneaky in there? Come on, man! I like the sneaky sneaky. <laughs> 
Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I just didn't have it queued up, but, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, without any further ado, that was Van Awesome's sneaky. Oh, uh, I didn't get it. Sneaky, sneaky. There we go. You just made my night. <laughs> the production value, the production value on this show. <sighs> Uh, especially uh, when it comes to uh, Van Awesome Sneaky Sneaky uh, is second to none. It's all good. <laughs> all good. That is the sneakiest of sneakies. And I, I happened to uh, catch that it was in this Destroyers versus Brigade and I forgot to queue it up. That's why it's good call. there at the beginning. And I meant to do the Antoine Grant when we were talking about our next matchup. Blackjacks versus Valor. Blackjack versus Absolutely. Valor. Yeah, I jumped the gun on the uh, Antoine Grant call. Uh, he was my sneaky sneaky for the Black Jacks. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Just, uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> sometimes we don't always go in order. <laughs> Look, at this is only our second week together, man. We're still trying to feel each other out. So we're good. Yeah, we're figuring it out. Yeah, we're, you know, it is what it is. Hey. Uh, I'm looking forward to this game. I am too. You, I am too. You know why? Because it's my Blackjacks, and they're taking on Washington, which is a good storied franchise. And I'm I'm ready to watch uh, Hipbeard do some some magic against this Valor and and bring Atlantic City yet another win. Uh, but he's got to get over Arvell Nelson, who comes in at the highest priced player of the week uh, at ten thousand dollars even. Mm. And uh, you know, if you put him in the captain slot, he's fifteen thousand. So uh, do that at your own risk, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you can you can you definitely can still play it. There's a number of value plays out there. We talked about Donovan Morgan, uh, which I finally found his first name, uh, you know, playing someone like him or uh, Revis even at forty eight hundred uh, will allow you to get someone like an Arvell Nelson into the captain slot and still put together a pretty. Decent Absolutely. Lineup. So don't be afraid to do it. Sometimes you just got to do it. He is, I think, the uh, number one, you know, he has the highest ceiling of any quarterback. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. for sure. For sure. And and because, again, he he is a guy that obviously, you know, if he doesn't do it in the air, he does it with those legs. And like you said earlier, mm-hmm. those three rushing touchdowns more than four passing touchdowns. So you uh, you That's certainly handsome. do get your value from Arvell. So uh, but he's going up against Hipbeard. Hipbeard is uh, I'm going to stop calling him Hipbeard. He probably hates that. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 you should. You definitely should not do that. Uh, case in point, he's just got the hippest beard so out there. Sick, he's got the best beard it? game. Uh, and you know, if you got a sweet beard game, uh, you probably got an awesome, uh, football game. You do, you do. And a good football team. So he comes in at 8.6, uh, K and, and if you put him in the captain slot, he's 12.9, uh, and he'll probably end up throwing a lot to Lamarck Brown, who, uh, is coming in a shocking 6.6 K Joe. It's not, uh, not what I thought the price would be. Yeah. No, yeah, again, I'm not entirely sure what's going on with the pricing, um, but Lamarck, he's been super consistent week to week. Um, great play. He's going to be highly owned at that price point for sure. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. You <laughs> just got to get him in there. Uh, just like. Yeah, I mean, literally two games in a row with uh, over 40 points Lamarck yeah. Brown has scored which is the most consistent in really the entire league <laughs> from the wide receiver. And, and you really just can't ask for anything more than that. So especially at six, six point six K. But another guy that you're on Jared Dangerfield, 5,000, even 7.5 in the captain slot. Uh, we already talked about him and we know what, what uh, good, good he's got for 5,000. Um, 
So, I mean, you might want to slide him in there and, and free yourself up for the all quarterback lineup. He's one of the ones that'll get he you there. Certainly will. <laughs> uh, and then, last but not yep. least, Antoine Grant, which you talked about, five point two. Talked about yes, Antoine. sir. He is your sneaky yep. sneaky. Sneaky sneaky. Seven point eight. Lamarck Brown. He, I'm tempted to do some hip beard Brown and Grant uh, stacks because um, I think uh, it could be some some pretty uh, high scoring. Uh, that might be a pretty high scoring stack there. A double stack. There's some good opportunity for some sweet double stacks. Quarterback well. and two receivers. Yep. Yep. I'm looking at Grant Russell, Guerrera, and uh, oh, who's the second guy out there? Yeah, Stoshak. Stoshak. And um, uh, Brown, Grant, and Hipbeard. There you go. That would be a pretty sweet That's not a bad stack. one at all. <laughs> No, I'm going to throw that one. I don't think I have that one assembled yet, but I think you could probably do But, that. but there's a name missing, my yes, friend, sir. and that is your beloved K Ings, Kendrick Ings. He is not just a ah. value play this week, but he's a buyer beware value play this week because at 4.2K, you could be licking your chops. And if you put him in the captain slot, 6.3 and say, man, I, I love that price point, but doggone it, the production just fell off so much last week that I'm scared to put him in. Yeah, uh, for sure. I'm a little gun shy on Ings. Um, I've got him in a couple places still um, because he definitely does have the capability. He played, you know, he he's definitely has the history of production. Um, but for whatever reason, last week, he just didn't didn't get it done. It wasn't wasn't very involved. Now, he didn't have a horrible game. He still put up 17 points, uh, which or was it 17 or was it 22 it was it was in there. It was in the vicinity. It wasn't a bad game altogether, but it was yeah. it was still not the greatest. Uh, 18.2, yeah. 18.2 points last week. So really not terrible. Uh, and at that price point, that's decent production. Um, but again, yeah, uh, he might not. He just he could be a big dud for you. So buyer beware, but he's also the value play. So uh, moving on to the empire versus the soul. Uh, Tommy Grady, we talked about him a lot. He's coming in at 8.8 K 13.2. If you put him in the captain slot, uh, Radabaugh, who uh, again, I know some people are staying away from. I am not at 8,000. Uh, can't really argue with uh, the fact that he could very well have another great week. 12,000. If you put him in the captain slot, a receiver, we didn't really talk about Joe Darius Prince. Uh, coming in at 9,000, 13.5 in the captain slot. Uh, I think he's a good play. Uh, I just don't know why not too many people are talking about him. Yeah, he's one of those players that's putting up some quiet production. I think he's a good uh, good bet for um, you know low ownership for that exact reason, for just for whatever reason, he's not uh, getting the hype that the other guys are. Right well, now. and then with one Darius gone, he's the only other Darius in there. And, you know, he had two touchdown catches last week. So uh, I think if you're going to do a uh, Radabaugh print stack. You're going to do yeah. a Darius. <laughs> if you're going to pick a Darius. <laughs> You're going to get a Darius in there. Uh, absolutely. All right. So then uh, we talked about Aaron Washa, uh, 7.8K, 11.7 if you put him in the captain slot. Malachi Jones, that does not need any sort of explanation. Uh, but he's only 7.4K this week. This is uh, this is crazy. Yeah, that I mean... <sighs> Boy, talk about guys that should be up there in, in price. Uh, you know, Malachi Jones has definitely shown that he's been you know, one of the best out there right now. Um, not even quite, 
you know, Lamarck Brown has been better, believe it or not. Um, but, and he's priced lower, uh, but Malachi Jones for sure at this price point, he's going to be super highly owned. He's one of the most recognizable names, uh, in the league right now. Um, so it's kind of one of those decisions that's just made for you at that brass price point. Everyone's going to be playing them and it's, uh, you know, you can't afford. And tell to. me why Fabian Guerrera is priced higher than Malachi Jones after one week of production. Uh, if, you know, if I had to place that on, it's, it, you know, again, it, it's not very consistent in this pricing, but he is playing the worst defense in the league. Uh, so if, if there's anything that would point to him being priced higher, it would be the fact that they're, uh, you know, going up against Baltimore. Uh, who's allowing the most points and even still Baltimore's not allowing that much points because these have been very low scoring um, uh, games and Malachi Jones is playing Philadelphia who is the fifth uh, ranked defense so yeah, yeah you got I don't know. I don't I'm know. not there I'm not in the meetings <laughs> I certainly don't put the prices in place yeah maybe they're seeing something that we're not I, I really don't know um yeah. Yeah. Say, uh, well, Demetrius Stevens rounds out our, uh, our players to watch here in this game. Uh, 4.6 K, uh, 6.9. If you put him in the captain slot and, uh, you know, again, he's just one of those guys that came out of nowhere last week. Uh, he's low owned. He, he did a little something here and there. He got his self a touchdown, uh, on those four catches. So again, at four point K, if you're, uh, if you're getting, you know, a good production out of him, uh, then, then I definitely like a 15 point game out of 4,000. That's still at least three, three times, um, production, which is good. Uh, maybe not great in arena football, but it, it's still pretty good value return on value. So, um, Demetrius Stevens is somebody here though, but value play, Joe value play for this game. Uh, I, I, I marked on my paper. Colin Taylor, because Colin Taylor actually had himself a pretty decent game last week. Uh, and he's priced at 3.6 K. Uh, and, and which is a pretty low sneaky sneaky type play, but this was going to be based. Oh, that huh? that that would qualify as a uh, as a, one of those uh, old uh, sneaky sneakies. <laughs> but that was based on whether or not Quentin Sims was uh, on the suspended list, which he was at the time of my research. Only to find out, uh, Mr. Stark posts like I'd say. 40 minutes after I, I finished all my research that one Quentin Sims has been brought back from said suspension list. So now uh, Quentin Sims is, is, is going to be put back in the mix. So you might want to look at Quentin Sims, who's actually not all that uh, um, high priced. So I don't know. He could be the value play. Yeah. Uh, 6,900, 6,900 Quentin so, Sims is that. Whatever research um, sucks. Who does it? Wow. Well, the, the, so See there, you're going again with your superior research skills because right now DraftKings is still showing him as Ooh. out and is still showing him as on the, the suspension list. So that could actually be a keep your eyes out, play, folks, because I suspect he'll be he'll be super low owned. Um, I'm definitely going to throw uh, now uh, a Quentin Sims lineup. Ooh, together. You, yeah, I'm going to do that. Too. I mean, I, I was already going to do that, but that now the fact that you're right, if if it still says out o tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you definitely, if you're listening to this show and it says, Oh, tomorrow, keep an eye on, you got to follow. Look, I'm going to give you the dog on, uh, um, Twitter handle for, for John, because he, uh, is amazing and you got to follow him. He's at five fifty three, So it's five F I F T Y the number three, uh, on Twitter, that man 
he'll keep you up to date. So if, if you see that Sims is going to be in the lineup, um, then you certainly throw him in, especially if there's an O by his name. That's one of my favorite parts about doing this show is uh, <laughs> I we get to talk ourselves into playing different guys. We, I learned throughout this show that I want to put together some more lineups. And every time after we're done recording, <laughs> I just hop on the phone and just start smashing lineups together with what I have uh, gleamed from your superior. Uh, well, skills. thank you. But I, I still love the fact that we do get to bounce it off each other. And the fact that, uh, you know, even you have, have made me want to go put at least four or five more lineups in with the Wendy's triple stack. I don't have the thing, but that's okay. <laughs> I feel like Wendy's triple stack needs a, a sound. We'll get it there. Song. We'll get it there. We're still young. Yeah, We're still we'll young, it. Joe. We are still young. Speaking of young. <laughs> wow. I think I, just, uh, yeah. I was going to say that, that, <laughs> that I think uh, pretty much sums it all up. And, and listen, I'm looking forward to this weekend again, because uh, the fact of the matter is now that ESPN has picked up all the games, I just, can watch yes. them and watch them on replay. And thank you, AFL. Thank you, Commissioner. Thank you, everybody, for making that possible. Yeah, that's super awesome. Um, you know, I, I I feel a little bad <laughs> because we were so, like, super novice. But at the beginning, we had no idea, like, about anything. And it was kind of hard to find information, like, anywhere. Uh, but it is really easy now to watch and stream. And, you know, I think there's been some people who who, who still believe it's kind of difficult. Um, but ESPN plus, you know, I, I think that the, the complaint right now is that there's not a, a totally free way to watch. all. Oh, the games. Yeah, but still, um, you know, but yeah, it is what it is. Right. Like, um, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're dropping. 40 bucks a week or a hundred bucks a week, like me <laughs> in DraftKings, then you can spare, you know, the four bucks or whatever it is. Oh, for absolutely. It's four ninety nine. Like I got it because of my Canadian football addiction. And so the fact that, you know, it's, it's now my AFL addiction, um, that just worked out perfectly for me. So I was like, bet let's go. So let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Joe. But yeah. You know, so, I, so overall though, Rod, I mean, so one thing I saw trending, um, I mean, I know we got to wrap this up. We've been going forever, but I'm just, I'm pretty encouraged right now by the whole DraftKings uh, participation. Last week there was, I, I think it wasn't quite as good as it could have been because of the weird slate uh, situation oh, yeah. that they did, which they corrected. I definitely harped on that a lot last week. I was not pleased by the separation. <laughs> if any sport uh, doesn't need more than one slate, it's a sport with only six teams. Uh, so that was kind of ridiculous. And I think that they they realized that because I just don't think there was a lot of participation in the single game slate no. at all um, last week. I, I, I meant to put in one lineup just so I can keep a track on it, but I apparently didn't. Um, but it did not just it just really didn't look like there was much going on in that single game slate. Yeah. Uh, and then the two game slate, uh, there was a pretty decent participation. And what I'm noticing on the trend here is the main contest the main uh you know the big one with the thousand dollar payout uh the price for that is dropping every week and the uh uh entries is rising so they're noticing that they will definitely get you know the amount of entries to sustain a thousand dollar pot at a lower price point and that's just a good trend as far as uh you know participation is going so um yeah, I think we can. I think we'll start to st start seeing even some higher 
uh, payouts in the in the upcoming week. Good for me. Good for you. Good for anybody that plays Arena yep. uh, DFS. And I, I'm loving it. Like I said, just like you, I'm encouraged. I'm happy to see uh, all the people jumping in, and I'm I'm happy to interact with people that are playing. It's just I don't know. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. I uh, I'm having a blast <laughs> and it's given me a new, a new thing to watch <laughs> as if we all needed uh, one. I never, I honestly never really. Yeah, I know. Right. But I just don't, I don't think I would have gotten into uh, I really don't think I would have ever gotten into arena football otherwise. So kudos to uh, AFL and uh, DraftKings for absolutely for kudos to all of you. The two folks that we picked up this week for listening. We're, we're super excited to be doing this and uh, week two with both of us. Uh, I, I think it went pretty well. I think it did. Yeah. Not too bad. A little rambling, uh, but hey, that's cool. If you don't like us, well, guess what? It's cool. I don't care. Yeah, man. Tell us. Tell us. Listen, this is one thing I love to do. Oh, there's some outro music. I love to fight oh, yeah, on Twitter. Hit him. So if you hate us, uh, let hit me know hard. and I'll fight with you. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. This was the Arena Kings uh, DFS podcast. Joe, Rod, we'll see you next week. See you next week.